Woof. Haley, what if it was a vampire that interpreted those barks as inviting them in? Oh my god. What then? Huh? What? That's right. Could dude. you imagine now, the now you wreckage know. you would have wrought? <laughs> Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmiski. And here we go, Season 7, Episode 7. We just escaped the village of Dali. Right. We commandeered an airship, flew it through the south gate. That was it. That We flew through the south gate in a daring, daring cutscene. Very daring. And so we emerged out the other side, and we're auto-flying to Lindblom. Lindblom, yeah, yeah. The place that We've Garnet... been trying to go there for like two weeks. Yeah. We've been talking about and planning to go to Lindblom mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Apologies for the pace of this. This isn't our fault. This is how the game is paced. Yeah, blame Sakaguchi. <laughs> Things do start moving faster and faster as it moves forward. Yeah. So this week we're going to wind up like meeting Sid finally. And he's a delight. I <laughs> That'll be fun. Is there anything that we should pause to say? You always ask me that. I don't know why. And then, you, and then I'm know. like, what the fuck? Like, why what? are you asking me that? What's going do on you in have your something life? to say, you know, dude? That's a better what the question. fuck do you want to say? It's why don't you say something? It's a better question. What do you want to what say? Am, what's going on in my life? What do I want to say? <laughs> I'm always like, do we just roll into it, But and I want to stop for some reason? I haven't had a banana in a I, while. I've been following Diablo 4 drama with bated oh, breath. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm sure the by the time I mean. this... This comes out as I mean it'll be long. Yeah, you were just over. saying there's a patch. Yeah, involving... I don't I don't even play this game, but I just cannot get enough of like watching people being mad at patch 1.1. One. Uh-huh. Apparently, it nerfs everything. I I don't know why, but I just love. I'm hungry for interactions between Blizzard and their toxic fan base. It's always like explosive. <laughs> this Friday, they're gonna have a fireside chat. With their fans on a stream. That'll be Which really I'm sure fun. will just piss everybody off. They're just like FDR, you know? Yeah, exactly. They're just Blizzard having a little fireside like chat, letting you know what's the updates on the war. The war against the people. Yeah. Letting you know why these <laughs> nerfs are good for the long-term health of the game. That's and why really you funny. as a fan need to be invested not in your enjoyment right now. Yeah. But you need to learn to be invested in the long-term health of this game. Because yeah. Because if we can't satisfy these investors, they won't let us make any more of them, goddammit. And yeah. we need you on our team, please. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's perfect. You know, next week, maybe I'll I'll talk about Meet Your Maker. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but talking about another video game seems like maybe the kind of thing that I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> video I, games. I do also like just putting you on the spot and then being like, I'm bringing nothing to the table. Yeah, do it's, like, it's do, like we do never that. have anything else to talk about. This show is about playing Final Fantasy Yeah, we're, it's day two. It's we're, day two. We're... <laughs> We've emerged out of the gate, and here we go. We're going to Lindblom in an airship. It does look like a fish. And look, there's that other ship that we saw fly over in the world map that one time. I'm not controlling this, by the way. Okay. This is just happening. I figured. Zidane and the crew are assessing the damage after the battle with the Black Walls. Inside our little airship. I think we pushed it a little too hard. Could we not have gone over the gate? I guess they don't fly that high. You know, maybe there's some, like, limit. <laughs> the air's too thin. 
Yeah. I'm not appreciating that the airships in this game can't just fly wherever they want to. Yeah, my, my guess logic <laughs> is correct in this case. They can't fly above the mountaintops because the mist doesn't go that high. Yeah. If only someone would invent a type of engine that's not dependent on mist. <laughs> Wait, what were you, you going to say? No, I was just thinking about, like, if there was another, because, like, another thing, a, a tier of flight that you, but then it, that is what it works like. Do you there mean, like, be, how the tiny bronc, like, there would be, like, different tiers of Well, vehicle? I'm more just thinking, like, if there was a type of vehicle that could fly up to 500 feet. This doesn't make any sense because it's how it actually works. I was going like, to say, this is how flying it's just is. How flying, that's the thing. It's a, just <laughs> it's a gradient. Like, but what if it's more like, like what if you know, like the helicopters suddenly got way thinner? Can't like, go as high of, as you exactly. know, airplanes. That's why I'm like, it's already how it works. But I was thinking more stratified. I see what you mean. You know what's like that is the water to the air. It's like an instant. That's why instant I was shift. I was like water to the air. What if there was another air? air but then to it's space. like air to space. Exactly. I was like, well, the, the, I have but even that. that's pretty gradual too. You know, that's it, not that's, like water. Where yeah, it's, like, it's not an know, instant. But oh man, we made it. Come on, cheer up. Southgate was badly damaged. It was my fault, wasn't it? Don't worry about it. They'll fix it up in no time. You idiot. The cargo ship was wrecked. We lost all the cargo. And the Southgate was destroyed! You might think by this point that Steiner would see the error of his ways and be <laughs> on our side, but he's just, like, so shaken by breaking the rules. Yeah. That he, he can't think straight anymore. Well, he didn't just break the rules. He broke the gate. He's, like, traumatized by this, and now he's, he's mad at us for making him break the rules. I can't believe I played a part in this debacle. <laughs> this debacle. Steiner. Yes, Princess. I didn't mean for you to get involved, but you saved us. I thank you. Such kind words. I am not worthy. Wait till Letterman hears about this. Now I've made up my mind. I vow to protect you, Princess, until we return to the castle. How do you feel about that dagger? It can follow you to the end of the world. It's okay, Zadale. I can see the main gate of Lindblom. That's Lindblom Castle? How gigantic. The city of Lindblom is inside the castle. I guess Dagger and I will go our separate ways once we reach Lindblom. Just when we were beginning to get close... Zidane is thinking to himself rather naively that this adventure might be over once yeah. they reach Lindblom and yeah. he's gonna have to just like, you know, go there forget, forget this fantasy about Dagger and find a new one with some other lady, I guess. Also, he's just wrong about them beginning to get close. He just grabbed her ass and her attitude right now is like, fuck off, you piece of shit. Zidane, those black mages and I, are we the same? Fuck, I don't know, man. Dude, I really don't know. <laughs> Vivi is questioning whether he's the same as the Black Mages. It's like, I don't know, Vivi. Where did you come from? Seriously. Tell us anything about yourself, and he, maybe we can help you answer this question. The first time we saw him, he tripped in a road, and a ticket fell out of his hand. Like, he, uh, where did he even... We've since learned he has a grandfather. Yeah. And that he's been just... I mean, I can't hate on it, but it is a little frustrating that nobody, like, asks him these things, like, more yeah. pointedly. I don't understand, Master Vivi. You just don't... what seems to be the problem. 
Why don't you take off your hat, VV? That might help us understand. Like, are you? Do you have I a don't face? Think, I don't are think you he a person? can do that. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, is the costume of a black mage a part of its body? Well, in this world, based on how they're created, uh -huh. like they unfold out of those cloth eggs. Right. I got to imagine that hat is sewn on to whatever his head is. Right, because it's stitched together kind because of the way it, the eggs they are. come out of the egg clothed in everything. So, like, that's all got to be part of their the their body. Body. Are they just? A I, I think they're. I think they're like. Yeah, I think robes? based on later we learn more about how they're made, and I think it would make sense if they are like Mickey's broomstick style, like animated <laughs> piles of clothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Master Phoebe, why would those pages be the same as you? And why would it matter if they were? Rusty's right. You're an individual, no matter what happens, Vivi. Let's go out to the deck, Vivi. Why? You gotta see Limbo from above, it's the best. Look, the Falcon's Gate is right in front of us. Everyone in this group seems to be very of the same mind that denial is the best way to They're like, ah, oh, Vivi, let's get your mind off of right. it. Instead yeah. of, like, let's Instead figure of this out. Question, but they head out onto the deck to see the beautiful city of Lindblom and its amazing airship gate. Okay. Wow. Hell yeah. A lot of people must live here. Uh-huh. Look at how big that door is. Earlier, Zidane had mentioned that Lindblom is much more technologically advanced mm -hmm. than Alexandria. Right. And you see that really clearly in this, like, CG cutscene where they fly through these, like, giant stone double doors that open. And yeah. the city is, like, made of all these big spires that serve as airship docking points. And there's all these, like, clocks inlaid everywhere. And you can see, like, inside of some of the spires, there's just, like, gears and machinery turning everywhere you look. All the buildings look like they're machines, sort of. But very medieval it's, fantasy. Yeah, it's medieval tech. Kinda. It's like steampunkish. Like, yeah. And definitely pretty Star Warsy. But just a beautiful walled city. I kind of think it's cool that if you do have airships that can only fly up to a certain level, you mm -hmm. can build walls that tall. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very like it's like a round wall, and inside of it it's all built up. Holy crap. This location is awesome. This feels different than every Final Fantasy we've played so far but still totally got that uniquely Final Fantasy flavor. Yeah, this steampunky airship flies past a series of smokestacks billowing steam or maybe mist into the air. It's feeling more like the ones that come later, like I feel like 12, architecturally at least, or I don't know. This is cool. The final shot shows that the city is built on top of an entire mountaintop, like it is the peak of a mountain. I bet that was hard to build. So we land at the docking station on Lindblom Grand Castle. Yeah, and it's it's very palatial. Like there's like a metal walkway that extends out over open air and it just leads right up to like a huge marble floor with red carpets like yeah. leading up and down it. So it's like, okay, we're in the heart of the palace. And there's like, giant gears off to the side that clearly move this big docking structure yeah, depending yeah. on the ship that's coming to it. Everything in Lindblom, like, you feel like just behind the walls, there's machinery. Mm -hmm. Like, everything <laughs> is doing something. These places are definitely air-conditioned. Oh, for sure. Like, like this, this is, place is modern for all. It's been mopped. <laughs> yeah. Lindblom Grand Castle. Wow, this castle's huge. It's even bigger than Alexandria Castle. 
Yeah, they don't call it Limblum Grand Castle for nothing. An indoor airship dock. This is truly amazing. Even Her Majesty's Red Rose would easily fit in here. Dagger, you don't look too impressed. Have you been here before? Yes, I came here a few times when I was little. I haven't been here since my father passed away. Here comes the welcoming committee. Three guards approach us. That's a really old airship. Yeah, and they've got quite a bit of pageantry going on. They've got like... Big pointy hats. Big pointy white helmets. Very e. puffy clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of blue and red and nice colors. And they greet us. Greetings, I am Princess Garnet Tell Alexandros. I humbly request an audience with Regent Sid. Sid! Hell yeah. I was wondering when we would meet him. You must be kidding. No member of the royal family, let alone a princess, would ever ride on such a shabby airship. Look at the company you're keeping. How dare you accuse the princess of lying? The princess was forced to come here under extreme circumstances. Show me some kind of proof of your royal heritage. Very well. Oh, this pendant. Is that a falcon claw? Nah, the shape is a little different. So this is a forgery. The guards notice the princess's pendant. Yeah, well, she shows it to them. And, and they're not really buying it. But like, they're they also... See it, but they're like, well, this can't they possibly... De they decide that this is above their pay grade, though. They're going to call in the manager to come assess this situation. Call Minister Art Artania. If you weren't such a filthy-looking oaf, they would not be so suspicious of us. Steiner, of course, blames Zidane. Hey, I'm not the idiot with the loud voice and the dirty, rusty armor. What? Sir, we have unknown visitors who wish to see the region. One of them is carrying a pendant that looks like a falcon claw. Kinda. You're dismissed. I'll take care of this. Yes, sir. Uncle Artania. Yeah, the guards hand us off to Uncle Artania. Uncle Artania is a very stately older man with big robes and a beard. Now we're with people who actually know who we are. Yeah, they Or know who the princess is, at least. They right. recognize her. It's good to see you, princess. Please, follow me. The region is waiting. Huh? I like that. I, th I thought that he was going to come and identify the pendant, but he comes and he's like, Oh, princess! Hey, I know you. It's almost like the thing that makes sense happens. Which it just so feels weird. weird. Just feels yeah, that, I, that does not feel like a Final Fantasy. Like how when Steiner was going to trick him to get on the ship, and then she was like, this is obviously a trick. I was like, whoa, yeah. these characters aren't complete idiots. Yeah. So they let us loose in the castle to do a little exploring. Yeah, we talked to an old man who's sitting on a bench. His name's Umeda. I'm taking the day off. You look a bit tense. Yeah, I like that. Why don't you relax a bit and listen to my story? Yeah, tell me who made it. Come on, you'll love it. This is your only chance to hear it. Okay, here it goes. <laughs> when I was 27. Uh-huh. Um, he falls asleep? I want to hear your story, Umeda. He's sleeping. Oh. Oh. Welcome to Lingua. The Blessing of Water by Malicio, court artisan, celebrating 20 years of rule under Sid the Ninth. Lindblom has a lot of crazy statues around. This one is like a fountain of somebody pouring water out of a pot, like into a pool, maybe for the town's drinking supply. Mm -hmm. They all have plaques that you can read. Yeah, and with this one, we learn that there's been a Sid ruling this place for many, many generations. Celebrating 20 years of rule under Sid the Ninth. Mm. <laughs> anyway, Sid the Ninth. Mm. Looks like there's no place to insert the metal. What? What? 
Yeah, what? I, I don't remember what metal he's Insert talking about. Insert the metal. I don't metal think that that's a here. thing that we can do. Hang on. Let me let me look this up to see what... Because no place to insert the metal. Yeah, we're looking at that fountain of Sid, and, and Zidane has a comment about inserting a metal. I vaguely remember something about this no, later. No, here's what it is. Okay, the internet is saying this is a joke reference to Resident Evil 2 that... Excuse me? In that game, you got to insert the metal on... Whoa, that is so insanely inside baseball. You had to be playing every PlayStation the game. The unicorn like, metal from Resident Evil 2 do, is what I, people think it's a reference to. Does this statue look like... It must look like a statue in Resident Evil 2. And then he, Zidane, I guess, has played RE2. So this is a fucking meme? I, I think so. <laughs> Like, everybody in the forum seems to be like, I was confused about that for years, and then it dawned on me, it's the unicorn metal reference. Zidane is memeing about Resident Evil 2 when he looks at this statue. That's fascinating. We must be able to do something which opens up a thing where we can take a metal and we can insert it in a thing, and then we can open another thing, Mm -hmm. and then go do another thing. That would be my assumption. You want to explore for a bit? I want to grab a snack. I need some coffee. I could also go pee. Yeah, let's just take a little break. I gotta take this off my head for a minute. Yeah. <clears throat> God, I wish I had a comfortable harness. <laughs> we should get ourselves dog harnesses and GoPros. So we take a short break, get coffee brewed, get gassed up. These uh, headbands we had to wear, I had to like take breaks and drink coffee a lot. Like, By the end of the season, it but, was like really making it unpleasant. Well, to... be, it became apparent that this like drops your energy level significantly <laughs> yeah. wearing a thing like this on your head. I, think, I don't know if it cuts off circulation. I think this is a thing. Or... People wear headbands to sleep and stuff like that. Uh, it works. It, it works. really works. It's like a thunder shirt for a dog or something. Like, there's just a physiological response. Yeah. Just so you're aware when you come around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's on the floor. I'm going to put this shit in the way. I find this really funny. You put your coffee down on the floor next to the couch. Like, you're at the end of the couch and mm-hmm. it's there, which is like a high traffic area to walk through. Mm-hmm. And so your move to save that is to put a bunch of other stuff around it that you could also knock over. Well, just to make it, like, visible. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because the you danger like, is, like, you're going to kick it without seeing it, but if there's a pile of shit, and I you're going like, to walk this around is just, it. I feel like this is going to be a thing. I'm pretty sure it doesn't happen. I think we knock something. Or <laughs> I think it works. I, my memory is that we don't kick this coffee over, but I do forget that it's there, and I don't finish it. Coffee on the floor? Yeah, coffee on the floor. Coffee on the floor. Yeah, on the floor. <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> Crew members just like taping off and being like, coffee on the floor. Yeah, everybody runs out. That would be a good touch. Ropes it off. Director, who's just a real dick, sets his coffee down. They immediately are there, like, coffee on the floor. If anybody steps on this or spills it, he fires you. Yeah, they all know that, you know. It's definitely happened. So we like put a chair over it. (laughs) Glass Glass armlet. That looks like a real upgrade. Now I'm cozy. 
So we make our way to the princess's chambers. Yeah, yeah. Wandering around, we find like a big ornate bedroom that has like a few guest beds at the bottom of a big platform with stairs up to it with a giant like king size bed. And of course, because it's the comfy bedroom, there's also a Moogle in here. Yep. There's I- a save spot in her room. We have a letter from Mog Key. From Kuma. Here's to the mail. It's a letter from Kuma. Kupo, Kupo. Thank you very much, Kupo, Kupo. Stiltskin visited me, Koopo. He said he found a place that seemed interesting, and then he left. Wish he stayed longer, Koopo. Where did he go anyway? Let me know when you find out, Koopo. I like how in these letters, it's almost written like Koopo is stop in a telegram. <laughs> yeah, like, it really is. Like, frozen in time, Koopo. <laughs> yeah, all these letters, too, generally are other Moogles gossiping about the travels of Stiltskin. Well, he's definitely the most interesting Moogle. He's got the coolest clothes. So it, ma- it makes sense that they're all sitting around sharing what's going on with Stiltskin. Stiltskin, Stiltskin, Koopo, Koopo. I wonder if he stopped in Lindlum. Not good. <laughs> I thought you might. Welcome back to the living room. I want you to deliver a letter to Atla. Yes. Okay. Mod key to This will be fun because we're gonna keep meeting new mods and then eventually we're gonna start circling back and yeah, I can feel it. Hey, come on up, Haley. Come on. You want up? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Be between us. This is this is perfect. Yes. This is how it should be, Haley. Man, it's like when you find a save point, you're not just excited because now you can save again. You, you can, might have mail for this save point. And I like, it's like, I, it's not just like, <laughs> oh, there's some extra lore or something. It's like, I want these Moogles to be able to communicate with each other. So we continue exploring. We find an NPC who's excited to eventually be an airship pilot. And Zidane can't help himself but hit on her. My name is Aaron. Aaron. Hey, that's a really nice name, Aaron. I'm gonna go get something. Do you want to eat now, <laughs> Do you want to... I have to get back now. Goodbye. This guy just can't stop asking up chicks. Well, you know, what's he supposed to do? He's uh, a homeless monkey boy. He's looking for love. Out on the open road. He's a fuck boy. <laughs> this is a restricted area. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll get in there eventually. Don't you even worry about it. I promise you I'll be I in promise there you. When you when you don't even You're gonna be you're gonna have wandered off or or think I'm a god and and therefore let me through. My presence here means your world is about to fucking come crashing down around you. Don't you understand that? <laughs> Welcome to Lindlum. <laughs> oh yeah, I've just been walking all over the place. This guy's been like holding the elevator for us. So finally we would go where we're supposed to go, where mm-hmm. Uncle Artania was, which is a big elevator that we all get into, and he pulls a lever and we start going up. Lindblum Castle has three levels, all connected by this lift. Cool. I like the bow in his beard. From the base level, which lies below the mist, you can take a trolley to the harbor and the back gate. I have memories of this city being, like, massive. I mean, if there's trolleys. Ships hardly arrive at the harbor anymore since travel by air has become so popular. The mist poses great danger, so we've sealed off everything. This is like the longest elevator ride of all time. Yeah, and I mean, we are flying by Cruising floors. like upward. Like, I don't know if these are all their own floor, or if each floor has huge ceilings, but we're like, we're just... We're going miles into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> just above the base level is the mid-level. You can ride the air cab from the mid-level to go to town. 
The upper level contains the royal chamber and the conference room. This is like Estar. Access to that level is restricted because the region himself resides there. <laughs> I love that this voice is like... It's changing. It's like you're turning a knob. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dagger, what's Regent Sid like? I lived in Lindblom for a while, but I never met with him. Regent Sid is very wise. He always thinks ahead. God, I kind of love how they're doing this because it's always a very exciting moment when you meet the Sid of a Final Fantasy game. And this is like building the tension. It's like, we're about to go meet him for real. He may seem a bit odd at times, but he <laughs> is very dependable. He and my father were best friends. I wonder if he will even listen to what I have to say. Don't worry, we're not leaving until he does. We will arrive at the upper level shortly. <laughs> Sire Princess Garden of Alexandria wishes to see <laughs> This you. guy just randomly talks fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's with varying speeds. Princess, is something wrong? We walk into a big throne room with a like red and purple marbled floor mm -hmm. and like, you know, red carpeted stairs leading up to a throne. But the throne is empty. The regent isn't here, and I don't know who. Take a look at the throne. What? It's empty, huh? And then from behind it, an oglop, which is to say a beetle that's about knee high yeah. with a big mustache. Wearing a robe. Like a big handlebar mustache. On big a white mustache on a bug. What in the world? Quack, <laughs> quack. He pops out from behind the throne mm -hmm. and hops into the seat and says, Greetings. Greetings. Oh. Oglop. <laughs> Wait, those aren't oglops. Yeah, it is. They're okay. bugs. Look at him. He's got a big oh, He's like a big one. He's, he's, he's like a really, really he's big He's a per... One. He's... Sire. Sire. Whoa. Dagger, what's wrong? Why are you talking to... Jeez. Jeez, that's an oglop. Wow, even the oglops are big in Lindblom. What is the meaning of this? How dare you greet the princess like this? Get that repulsive bug off the throne. Immediately! And call the regent! Steiner, stand down. I remember that mustache. Is that really you, Uncle Sid? It's Sid! The Oglop is Sid! Mm-hmm. Longtime listeners of the show know that Sid always has a Paul McCartney voice. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you- how- God, it's been so long. How do you even get into it? It's like, mm -hmm. You just have to. You talk about the feeding peanuts. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. What did you just remember, Dana Carvey thing? Yeah, it was from the Dana Carvey show where he's talking about how how he's going on and on. How many peanuts are packed into a Snickers bar? You wouldn't believe it. Yes. Greetings, all. Guap. I am Sid. Sid Fabul. I can't do it right now. Yes. Greetings, all. I'm Sid Faboo, Regent of Lindblom. Thank you. I know it was you. I recognize your pendant's description. It's so much like the Falcon's Claw. Uh-huh. I'm delighted to see you again, Garden. Right, because he's like, I'm plonking on the plonker. You have truly become a fine lady. On the other hand... Allow me to explain. About six months ago, someone snuck into the castle and attacked the Regent in his sleep. 
Unfortunately, we were too late. The regent had been transformed into an oglop, and his <laughs> wife, Lady Hilda, was abducted. So this Artania guy, the regent's, like, right-hand man, mm-hmm. gives us, like, the PR version of why Sid is a bug now. <laughs> yeah, they've which is got their say, story straight. To say he was met- attacked in the night by a stranger, and now no one knows where his wife is. My goodness. Whoever pulled this off had to be highly skilled like me. Maybe I did this. Yeah, maybe maybe it was me. I bet it was you. I bet it was you. (laughs) That's not possible. How can you be so sure? Do you know who we are? (laughs) Of course. I may be a bug. What? But I'm the ruler of Lindblom. Yeah. Uncle Sid, I appreciate you seeing me on such short notice. I desperately need to speak to you about my mother. That's what I figured. But I'm sure can wait till tomorrow. Why don't you all get some rest for today? Yes, it's ever lunch, please follow me. <laughs> so Sid cuts us loose. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we could talk a little bit about what happened. He before wants to tomorrow. talk about it tomorrow. He's like, "You guys go rest at the inn." What he can't tell us is that he's got to do bug stuff. Probably, you know, he's, he's got probably embarrassed by with. bug stuff that yeah. he has to deal with. And, but tomorrow we'll discuss it. For now, we're all free to roam about on our own. And so we begin roaming the streets of Lindblom as Zidane. Zidane is wandering around by himself. I can't. I can't stand the food at the castle. It's way too high class for my tastes. I need to Bring find me a to McDonald's. the spam dumpster. <laughs> How can anyone get full on that stuff? Well, I want to at least know what it is. Well, it's probably like that vegetable portion. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like a tasting menu with like tiny one bite portions, yeah, yeah. Then, but like there's nine courses. Oh, this is like it. mostly air. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like yeah. It's, we made a foam. They made some delicious foams out there, man. They made some crazy tasting foam. Yeah, I just, I mean, you I'm know, telling you. it's just not that compelling to me. It's true. I gotta take you to Vegas. They got foams there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of philosophically opposed to the like the eating whole for flavor food, food pervert movement. <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, like, like, fair like, enough. Like, you know... Fair point. Take me to the spam dumpster. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> Where all the nutrition is held. There was some crazy dish that I think came in, like, a smoke-filled dome, and you pull the dome off, and you're supposed to, like, breathe the scent of the in the smoke. I, this is like a restaurant my brother would come up with. <laughs> the cheap food here <laughs> is a lot better. There's nitrous oxide under the dome, so you open it, and you're doing a wicked. And you're doing a <laughs> and, then you, and then you, then then you gotta eat. To force your someone has to hold your mouth open and feed you because <laughs> you're supposed soup. to chew it while yeah. you're like nodding. You're passing while your mouth limits. is numb. Yeah. Anyway, the cheap food here is better. Today's special is <laughs> soup to silence. Not bad. Yum. They're serving. Money they harvested soup. the silence. Yo, pops, I'll have the stupid special. Who said that? Zidane walks into the local bar. Yeah, and this is nice because it's like he has an immediate familiarity with yeah. everyone. You, I you... remember this scene blowing us away because this is Zidane's hometown and everybody knows him. Yeah. And they play it like they actually know him. And he's going to run into an old friend he hasn't seen in a long time. Zidane, I figured it was you. How have you been? All right, I guess. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, look at lady. This. A waitress bumps into him, who Zidane is taken by, her beauty. He's he's hitting on everybody he meets. Oh, hi. Do you mind? You're standing in everyone's way. Look at that hair. Hey. Yeah? Do you want a drink? 
How about you and me go for a cruise on an airship? Really? An airship? <laughs> Sounds like you've never been on one, you know. Limbon was quite a sight from high above. I think it's worth reiterating, Zidane is 16, He's right? 16 years old. So he's just, like, hitting on adults? It's How old is this waitress? Really played more like he's, like, 23, but they said that he's 16. Well, no, I don't, I mean, but I'm thinking back now to the 90s, and, like, pervy kids were just, like, in stuff. Like, it was just a character archetype of, like, the kid who's horny. Can like, you think in of, like, The Sandlot? There was a oh, whole yeah. movie called Milk Money. In the, oh, dude, The Milk money movie where but like, that was no, all about right. kids saving up money to like hire that sequence in the sandlot so does not tits. stand up it, <laughs> <laughs> the sandlot sequence where he like fakes death so that the hot lifeguard will make out with him and then yeah, he like kisses the her and, and then it's like, just like <laughs> i just yeah there's so much of zidane being like this in the game and it's just yeah. like it doesn't exactly age well he's, he's 16 he's six and he's hitting <laughs> on so everyone weird hey monkey tim that's is a different person oh. Hey, Muggy Taylor, you're disturbing the other customers. <laughs> yeah, someone down the bar who's wearing a hat that has, like, wings on it and an amazing overcoat that's red. Well, you know, they. I think those are actually her ears. Oh, really? She's a rat person. Yeah. And those okay. are her big ears sticking Poking out of her through hat. the hat. Yeah. She yells out to Zidane, hey, monkey tail, you're disturbing the other customers, catching Zidane's attention. And I go, uh, for a long time, because I know that this is like a party member character. Yeah, you know that this is an important character, so we should think of a voice for <laughs> yeah, this we're person. we're going to need a voice for this person. I can't think of one yet. What the? you got a tail too, rat face. Rat face. After I finish my drink, I'm going to kick your butt. Hey, Zidane, take it outside. Whoa, that's a weird face. <laughs> long time, Zidane. Hey, what's up? What's up? So she, like, gets off the bar, and Zidane's all, has got his hackles up. Yeah. And then he recognizes her when she turns around. He should have recognized her already. It's, it's like, fucking crazy that he didn't recognize her from behind <laughs> the moment he walked in. Yeah. Like, her whole thing is so distinctive. This is the, it could only be one person. She's got a tiny little face inside. That... Well, she's wearing a gigantic red mage's hat yeah. with giant white ears that stick out of it, and then just a huge red like coat like there's so much red it stands out yeah it really so does he should have known she's her. like three feet taller than anyone else wait a minute you forgot my name no i remember it's uh you're helga right wrong christine no no oh yeah you used to live next door to me how's it going rachel ratchel ratchel <laughs> man you've really gotten big you nasty little Come on, I'm just kidding. You know I never forget a pretty girl's name. Have we fucked Freya? I've heard of Freya. This person's name is Freya. Yep, we get to name her. She's 21. She's left-handed. Her race is Burmesian. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a city? Yeah, is that that's a, where she's... That's yeah, the kingdom did, she's from. But I, and they're but all that's rats. that's her race. Like, they're I just, all rat people. Well, I would say rat person would be well, the But race. if they're all from Burmesia, then why wouldn't they all be Burmesian? I, do, I guess I forgot that all Burmesians were rat people. They are. So she's 21. Uh, How old are we? 16, I think. 16. <laughs> so, how you been, Freya? Same old Zidane. We'll figure out. How long has it been? About three years. So, when back when you were 13 and I was uh, 18, <laughs> something mm -hmm. happened mm -hmm. between us. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you ever find out anything about your boyfriend? No. No. Oh. Well, I'm sure you'll find him someday. So, what brings you to Lindblom? 
Festival of the Hunt. What else? It's a good opportunity to test my skills. Freya's in town for the Festival of the Hunt. God, I hope we somehow get involved in that. <laughs> Are you participating? Nah, I think I'll pass. Lazy bum. Are you ever gonna go back? I have no reason to return to Burmesia. I love this! This, is this amazing, conversation right? is so good! You know what it feels like is like the game is treating me with respect. And then all they had set up that Zidane used to live here, he <laughs> shows up, he knows people. Like if they, they have conversations that, that yeah, somebody who knows somebody from a long time ago would the have. The fact that we're gushing this is so dumb to gush. <laughs> I like, know. Yes, wow. Like, it's like they wrote a the story. They wrote a story that made sense. It is very good though, even modern games don't really do it this good. Well that's the thing, this conversation in particular seems to stand out because of the way that they're not holding our hand and they're explaining a lot by what they're doing. There's nothing there for me anymore in Burmesia. What's the implication there? I don't know. <laughs> we named that person. So it fades to black on Zidane and Freya drinking at the bar, and then we hear the sleeping music, mm -hmm. make of that whatever you will, <laughs> and then we come back to Regent Sid's throne room in the morning right. to continue that conversation he didn't want to have yesterday. And right now it's just Dagger alone talking to Uncle Sid. So how so is how the, the queen? She's still as vibrant as ever? Yes, but since father died, mother has been acting very strangely. I'm not surprised. They loved each other so much. You know, we haven't spoken much lately. Also, a suspicious man has been prowling around the castle. I don't know what's going on anymore. I fear she might be planning something terrible. I've brought this matter to everybody's attention, but no one has taken me seriously. They all think I'm distraught of a losing father. I understand why you're so eager. I'm happy that you came to me for help, you know. At this point, I think you're the only person Mother will listen to. When I heard that Lindblom's theater ship was coming to Alexandria, I decided to sneak aboard and come here no matter what. I just never expected the crew to kidnap me. School. Ah, I knew it. It was me. I was the one who ordered Tatuus to kidnap you. Wow, what a revelation. Sid was the one who sent us to kidnap her. I once promised your father, Guac, that should anything happen, I would protect you. We've known about the disturbances in Alexandria for some time, but had we acted directly, it would have started a war. Imagine. So I asked Baku for help. He and I go way back, longer than the road ahead. The play was the perfect cover to enter Alexandria and get you out. No one would suspect Lindblom was behind it. We were guac forced to take action because we knew Alexandria would never help seek our help. I'm relieved we were able to get you here. At the village of Dali, we saw numerous black mages. They looked like golems, controlled by some powerful magic. On top of that, they were being created under Alexandria's supervision. I don't know how they related to Phoebe, but if Mother is planning to use them for war... We won't let that happen. Even if she were to command an army of black mages, she wouldn't make a move as long as we have our airship fleet. Don't worry, Gwok Gwok. Everything will be fine. I'm so sorry, Uncle. Now, now, come on, don't be so formal. I'm helping you because I'm your Uncle Sid, not because I'm the Regent of Lindblom. Thank you so much. So this guy's brother is, is, or maybe his sister is Queen Brani? I think She's, his brother was the king. Was the king. his brother's dead. 
And now he's been turned into an Oblot. Something happened, and they just moved on after. They've they been like, like alright, he's an yeah, Oblot yeah, now. Like, just fucking, it's still the guy. It's, <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, he's an Oblot now. What is this place? So Sid brings us down to his airship research lab. Yeah, we're at like a different airship dock than we were at before. This one is covered with all kinds of like instruments and levers and equipment. The heart and soul of Lindblom, our airship dock. This is dock number one, where we conduct our research walk. Where are the airships? Lonely, isn't it? We had a new airship model in here about six months ago. It was our latest creation. It didn't require mist to fly. It was using jet fuel. The man who attacked you, was he the one who ran off with it? Good guess, but no, actually. I met a lovely lady at the pub. <laughs> um... When Hilda found out about my little affair. Oh. <laughs> she used the magic and turned me into an Oblot. So he, this he had an fault. affair. This is his fault. And he, this is like a punishment. The truth comes out. Yeah, Sid is a dirty scoundrel, and his wife got mad at him and turned him into a bug and stole the... New airship that doesn't use mist to fly. Yeah, that could fly over a gate. Six months ago, they had that, but now... I, I feel like this gone. whole city would burn to the ground and he would be hung. They're telling the people hanged. that she was kidnapped. Yeah. I, and I, he's like, he, uh, he, he's pretty yeah. mad at me. He, he, and so he, she I, ran I think off. the people would turn on him and kill him and his whole whole family At if they knew about this. Artinia knows that the people cannot find out. <laughs> she stormed off in the new airship, which I named Hildegard. Hildegard? Pretty ironic, eh? This fucking rocks so much. <laughs> she hasn't been back since Gawk. I've been working on Hildegard too, but it hasn't been going too well. My mind just isn't the same as an O'Claw. I fear I'm losing myself and slipping <laughs> further and further into bug every I'm day. I'm jumping around more. <laughs> I'm hopeless. It's a real shaggy dog situation. Did you ever read that situation. An those Animorphs books? It's a shaggy DA. What? The Animorphs no. books? Oh, no, but I've seen the images of that. So in sure. those books, the thing was like, there were evil aliens invading, and mm. there were good aliens who came to help. And the way they decided to help was like, give six or seven teenagers the power to transform into any animal they've touched <laughs> uh, to fight That's the aliens. And one of the rules was like, if you stayed an animal too long, you wouldn't be able to turn back into a human. Mm. And like one of the kids was from like an abusive, broken home, oh. like an alcoholic dad, and he he became a hawk, and he just fucking stayed a hawk. And then the plot line through the books is he like abandons his humanity so he can like eat rats and shit. That's amazing. Hell those, yeah. Those books have to be some development exec's like living nightmare for the past like decade. Because I don't think they would make a good anything really. But, if the, but, but every if property, property somebody has owns the like, property. Like other than these books. There's definitely know. meetings that have been had. God, I want to <laughs> Like they're amazing meetings. books for kids. Like they're so fun. <laughs> but they're also like weird and... Uh, well, haven't they been becoming a meme too? Like, well, all the covers are just so yeah, stupid. Like the, the, the people's transforming animals. Into the animals. Yeah. yeah. Someone out there should make one of those where it's like Sid as a human slowly turning into an oglop and mm -hmm. it being like me when I cheat on my wife. <laughs> well, I'm hopeless, but that doesn't mean I can't help you. 
I'll do my best for Alexandria. I love that he's an Oglop, incidentally. That's like another plot. Yeah. Thank you. But with Southgate badly damaged, I don't know how we can get back into Alexandria. Don't worry, Southgate is being repaired as we speak. Yeah, like Zidane said. Mm -hmm. Once the repairs are finished, we'll go to Alexandria. Yes, mother will finally open her eyes to the truth. Uncle, is something wrong? Huh? No, I was just thinking about how the theater ship crashed. Baku surely has good men working under him. Call his stuff is his magical wife. Yeah, his, and she stole the airship. Man, if it had turned out that in this game Sid was a literal beetle, that would be amazing. He is a beetle right now. He's a beetle. He's a beetle. I didn't. We didn't not that e together. E A T L A. Yeah, he, he's B E. That's. We didn't plan this, guys. I promise. <laughs> So now we cut over to the inn where Zidane and Vivi are staying and Vivi like knocks on Zidane's hotel room door and comes in to see what's up. Good morning. You're up early. Limblum is a really busy place. I've never seen this many people before. I wonder where people go if they want to be alone. Limblum has always been like this. People come here from all over the world. It's like New York City. <laughs> Some of them come here to become airship engineers, sculptors, actors. Wow. People getting off buses with big dreams every day. I don't even remember <laughs> why I came here my first time. Before I knew it, I was living here with my Tantalus brothers. Do they still live here? Yeah, our hideout is in the theater district. Oh, tight. I'm gonna go there right now. You wanna come? Um, that's okay. I'm gonna go look around town. Okay, and I'll give you a little tour. No, that's okay. I can go by myself. Oh, okay. If I were Vivi, I'd be like, this guy's dangerous and I'm sick of being around him. Go find yourself a <laughs> girl, all right? Active time of like already? Oh, more more mobster lessons. So Vivi just wants to be alone. Zidane wants to go check on the Tantalus hideout, mm -hmm. see if anyone made it home. It's a big city they're in. Now, for inexplicable reasons, it's time for more Final Fantasy school. And so we cut over to the swamp, where we've got Mogster and his little bro. Big bro and little bro. And they're going to teach us about the synthesis shop, because there's going to be one in Lindblum. We got to learn. Hey bro, what are you going to teach me today? Lots of neat stuff. Today, I'm going to talk about the synthesis shop. In addition to regular shops where you can buy and sell items, there's synthesis shops where you can synthesize items to create new items. Oh shit. All you need are two items to serve as the base and a few gill to cover labor. The items you need and the amount of money you pay vary for each synthesized item. Here are some examples. The ogre. So you can take two, two mage, mage mashers. mashers and 700 gil, yeah. shove them together and you get like a Darth Maul blade. Mm -hmm. Desert boots requires a couple... Okay, so you can take your old, old stuff unused and turn it shit. into different stuff. That's cool. And I think there's like a deep system of... That is to way get the better. best shit, you have to like combine... That's really interesting rather than like... Just selling it back to get Gil to get the mo you know, like, that's a really good And I think the items you get from it, you usually often can't buy them from other places. Like, they're totally. unique, with unique abilities. Oh, speaking of synthesis, I'll tell you a big secret. You know, they're also talking about fusion, which Garnet loves. Long ago, I heard rumors there's this legendary synthesis who can create the best items. Oh, sweet! But I don't know where he lives or what he looks like. We'll have to find out. Ha 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 ha, that's cool. We're gonna have to find out. 
All right, we've gone through all that. Gosh, bro, you sure know a lot. Yeah, I know. He knows that he knows a lot. That's how fucking much he knows. I think that's it for Final Fantasy School. That's some pretty high-level stuff to be telling us about. Well, it's like we're about to go to a town where we have a synthesis right. shop we can use. But I don't think there's much more. I think that's the final that. Final Fantasy School we get subjected to. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that. <laughs> The best Final Fantasy school is the one that comes in pieces as you need the information. That's the answer to how they we should do it. We've finally reached that <laughs> part of gaming there, where yeah. we figured out that we've they reached all the, the information. You don't have to like go back to the first town and be like, what did that guy say? Wait a minute. <laughs> there was a third guy who was saying shit I couldn't understand at the time. So we cut back to the scene that was happening. Zidane is in the inn. There's a letter for Zidane? What? From... From Ruby. Ruby. Zidane finds a Moogle who has a letter to him. Which means that this is how humans also write letters to each other. Well, that's the thing. This is from Ruby, who's the waitress back at the well, Tantalus yeah, she, bar. She's like a Tantalus member we left behind in Alexandria. Right. I guess she wasn't going to send a pigeon. She sent a Moogle. Maybe the like thieves use the Moogle network to get letters to each other, because they never even know where the other's going to be, right? But who and delivered this? Did we deliver it? Because we're the only ones delivering Moogle mail right now, I think. I guess there must be other Moogles also deliver. Maybe Stiltskin came through. Maybe I don't Stiltskin. Know. No, I don't know. Ain't y'all coming back to Alexandria? I'm so lonely. Just kidding. I'm opening a little theater in an alley here. A bartender pal of mine is quitting the saloon and getting into showbiz. He asked me to help. Your friend is starting a mini I don't know who that is. That sounds like fun, Koopa. <laughs> no, Ruby was... I, I know. It was one of the save points. Or wait, no, Ruby? No, I think Ruby... Oh, Ruby was that yeah. chick we left behind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, never mind. I'm she sent us that. a letter on the mug. She went to the save point and was like, that's... Yeah, great. Awesome. <laughs> I love that. But who delivered the letter? To this guy. I guess everybody's using save points. We gotta assume that everyone... We gotta world, assume that other people are and so delivering the way letters. mail works here is, like, you just have to deliver mail all the time. And it just, like... Slowly fucking gets there. <laughs> I want mail, Koopa. The intricacies of Magnet are are because uh, it means that somebody came here before us. Before they, us, af- after, after, after we left, left. Yeah. we did crash <laughs> an airship and shit. Like Look, a lot of stuff happened. It's possible we that went to a forest that took a couple days. We, you know. But I'm just glad that the letter arrived at the. I'm happy about place it. Place when I, when we were here. Truly, we, we are blessed. <laughs> we are the magnet shines upon us today. So exploring our way around, we find a Bobo Bird statue, which has a little in the, plaque uh, in the inn. They have a little statue. Bobo Bird statue. Ooh. Bobo birds are symbols of good fortune, according to an. Olgan myth. The founder of this inn bought the statue and it has been passed down for generations. Wait, wait. Olgan? Yeah, Olgan. And then there are Oglops. Oglops are bugs. Yeah. Look at this guy. And the king or the region or whatever. Comments and suggestions. The room was terrible. Also, that thing crying Koopa Koopa. Come here, all night. Throw him out as soon as possible or I'm never coming back. Lonnie. We gotta meet Lonnie. <laughs> it would be amazing to stay in a hotel room that had a living creature in the corner making noise all night. Well, what's amazing to me about this note is that this person doesn't know what a Moogle is. That's true. They're we like just got a letter saying... from someone else who uses Mognet. Like, who knows... 
how is it that some people are mm. so aware that they send their mail through them and other people are like, what is that animal in my hotel room? And why is it saying Koopo? I'm not staying right now. Oh. Ha ha. Whoa. Active time event. Stepping out into the city street, we're hit with another active time event. Yeah, this time we've only got one option. It's called Small Town Night in a Big City. Small, Small Town, Town Night in a Big City. city. I bet we're gonna see what's going on with old Steiner. What a huge town. I'm completely lost. Steiner's in the Lindblom main plaza area where there's a lot of vendors around. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a big plaza with cobblestone streets and large sort of Victorian homes, multi-storied, mm -hmm. sort of like encroaching in in the skyline. And he's asking for people to help him get back to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he's got to bring the princess back. Pardon me. Jeez. You're dressed awfully funny. I'm Captain Adelbart Steiner of Alexandria, and I humbly request your assistance to get back to the castle. Ha ha ha, that's a new one. Nice try, but I don't date bums. You should really <laughs> scrape that rust off, it's disgusting. <laughs> what? what? Jeez, <laughs> that was fucking brutal. Just left him devastated. You know, this whole time I thought Zidane was calling him Rusty just to bug him, but I, it, the fact that he's actually covered in rust is is sort of shocking to me. He's a small town hick. This guy he, he can't handle it in this big city. Looks like shit, and he's walking around trying to order people around. Yep. Dude, get your shit together, Steiner. Your middle-aged walks off. Huh? <laughs> Grandma Pickle. You always strike out that badly? So he walks up to a vendor next who saw that whole thing go down. I think you need a new line. A little shine wouldn't hurt neither. This is Grandma Pickle. Mm-hmm. And her disgusting pickles. Her geese her geisel or geezel. Geezel pickles. Her geezel pickles. <laughs> what are those things? They're called geisel pickles. They're one of Lindblom's delicacies. Do you want to try one? It smells terrible. The worse they smell, the better they taste. I guess I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll try one. <laughs> oh my, even the locals don't eat them in one bite. <laughs> but you're right. you're right. They're good. They are good. <laughs> that was great. That was a good active time event. We're back as Zidane, and now we're actually going to explore the main street of Lindblom. Mm -hmm. Papa's airship fighter is so cool. When I grow up, I'm gonna fly with Papa. Papa should be back soon. I can't wait. This year's festival is gonna be awesome. Who do you think's gonna win? I'm putting my money on Ivan. Yeah, yeah he's, he's good. good, but I heard a female Dragon Knight's participating this year. These people are talking about the upcoming Festival of the Hunt, mm -hmm. which we heard about from Freya. I'll bet you two cheeseburgers Ivan's gonna win. Okay, you're on. They have cheeseburgers <laughs> in this world. You're entering the festival, man, you're so lucky. Are you ready for the festival? If you need to buy anything, you'd better take care of it now. All the shops are closed during the event. Man, you are going to want to talk to people. A lot. Of at least twice. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. It's one okay, way to your are amazing. Dude, before Dennis... Active time event! Phoebe's shopping. Oh, that one was involuntary. This is another active time event. Vivi's shopping in this, like, general store. Mm-hmm. Wow. These nuts smell really good. <laughs> I think I'll buy one. This place has a lot of unusual things. Vivi picks up a Koopo nut here in the store. Is this food? It looks good. 
Mm, it looks like the sesame buns that grandpa used to make. So he has a grandpa that he remembers. Yeah, I mean like, they should be like, so Vivi, why are you asking Where us did you come from? What's if you're the, the same first as thing them? you remember? Yeah, what do you know about yourself? What? Festival of the Hunt sale ends today. Vivi turns out to be wow, a robot a driven festival. by some guy in a fucking office somewhere in a building. <laughs> but really, he's a puppet inside that's got a robot on top. Hi, I want to buy this. Oh, are you friends with the Moogles? Huh? That item is called a Nut. Coupon nuts are Moogles' favorite food. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's the last one. Go ahead, honey, it's on me. Really? Thank you. Received Nut. Um, what is this Festival of the Hunt like? Well, we let a bunch of animals loose. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of animals. It sounds like fun. Thank you. Vivi, you should hear the rest of that sentence. It's probably like, and then people run. What's what? fun about fighting savage beasts? Wait a minute, did I say animals again? <laughs> <laughs> so Vivi leaves the store with the Koopo nut, and we cut back to Zidane, and we continue exploring, we, and we find one of those air cab stations. Yeah, it's it looks a lot like a, a train or a subway station. It's like a platform with two sides for coming and going. There's like a cab sitting there at one of the sides that you can go up and get onto. Nice. How did I get here? It's gonna be a running of the beasts. Like they had in Spain. Exactly. Old Margaret. I am challenging. Oh shit, he's gonna play cards. This is a nice pleasant theme to be greeted with. This is like the transition music from Eureka. Well, not anymore. For a second there. Everybody remembers yeah, the every, Sci-Fi Channel gonna Club know Classic. That reference. <laughs> Everybody in our audience has watched Eureka. I've watched it and I don't know what the fuck you're talking I have no about. doubt that there's at least somebody in our audience who hasn't thought about Eureka in a really long this? time. Yeah, I'm gonna like, what the fuck? How could I have I don't know how you were supposed to know that. Well, the M. We still don't know what any of the numbers or letters on the cards mean. Well, we've forgotten. Yeah, I think mean. we were I think told we learned what they meant. A little bit. <laughs> we definitely point, forgotten. we just don't remember. Were you going to ask about Eureka? How did, how did Eureka end? I didn't ever finish it because it just got so bad. Or maybe it always well, was bad. And I, I was remember that at a certain point they did like this parallel universe reset where like some of the characters got transferred over to a new universe and then like the dynamic was reset to like a different scenario. Hmm. And then it went on for like three years more. I, I, I can't remember how it Point I checked out, maybe the universe reset had happened. I think, you, yeah, because we've discussed the that whole before. season. Like, a spaceship is on its way to Eureka from outer space. Something They're like, like that. oh, I don't know. It's probably a crossover with Warehouse and 13. And then the ship arrives, and like, one of the guys, it's like his wife gets off. Yeah, it was. But you thought she was. I think it was no, it was dead it was, or it's maybe Carter, the, in the reset. The, sheriff, the main dude's like wife who was dead. No, no, in the no. I set. thought it. I thought it I was the guy with the dreadlocks. The and oh, it yes, was like the D- Miles it was Dyson like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. was like because in the reset, it was that his <sighs> wife forgot about him and then is bucking someone else so he's always having to like watch her it was something tragic it was in the pushing daisies era of like tragic cuteness okay <laughs> that was a p but this is an m and it, whatever, 
Nice. Jesus Christ. Shit, that thing had a lot of points. <laughs> well, it has a Look, two. it's got a two. Never seen that before. Never seen such a card. Um. <laughs> Damn it. Get in your ass. Just getting it. fucking destroyed. Yeah, put that one down in the corner here. Or the second from the top. Here? Down one here. Yeah. It's gonna lose. Oh, select. I guess we'll do this think, one first. No, no, I think you're gonna lose that one. But you're gonna win that one. There, yeah, I see, okay, I see the strategy there now. Oh, yeah. Uh... Dude! Yes! Kicked ass! You got the full, you got your this pick one. of the, yeah, take that one. Fuck, yeah. you got the dragonfly, baby. You're gonna play again? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> A Sahagin! Look at that picture of the Sahag. Oh, look at all these blocks. So how are you gonna, if I were you, I would put the Sahag in down that because it should take that and then be safe from the two other angles. It could be diagonal though. Mm -hmm. Nice. Huh. Hmm? That's weird. a weird choice that he just made. Do you think this card is a trap? That's what, it seems like a weird choice. I have no reason to think that's a thing, but it's a mimic. Oh, that's a good point. It is a mimic. I would put the dragon or the uh, that one in the top right corner. Sweet. That's right. Oh, great. Fucking God. That's okay. You should be here. Wow. Yeah. The master of Tetra. For now, I kind of like this game. So that was a fun Tetra Master game. I'm quite liking Tetra Master. We continue exploring this air cab station, and the whole city is getting prepared for the Festival of the Hunt. So the airship is up that way. Guess how long it takes to walk from here to the exit? 30 minutes. Man, I can't stand these walls. You didn't even give me a chance to look up. If only I had an airship. It is funny to me that everybody who lives here is like, this place is too fucking big. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever to walk around this place. That guy always acts like such a know-it-all. I don't know why he became a soldier. He should be a tour guide instead. Like this guy. This is the Hunter's Gate. <laughs> you can enter Limblum by foot here or through the Dragon's Gate. The history. Normally, we keep the Dragon's Gate closed because it's under the mist where a bunch of monsters lurk. Got it. He's not that much of a know-it-all. Did you come to Lindblom to shop? There are so many more shops here than there are in my hometown. The village sculptor. Wow, how did they carve stone like this? He's a sculptor from a village, I guess, and he's like, holy shit, fuck me. Like, what have I been doing with my life? Man, I hope we run into that guy who posted in Alexandria that nobody liked his bug restaurant and he I, was moving I know. to Lindblom. We weren't looking out for him, so I hope we see him. I have no idea. Hey, Papa, where did you fly today? Just over the border. Really? How was the Southgate? It was bad. It seems it'll take a while to repair it. The great thing about the festival is you get to take time off to be with your family. His pants are crazy. Yeah, he's a sailor. Dolph. I made a traditional dish for the festival. I don't know if it's good, but I made plenty of it. Give me some. You should try your food. <laughs> so it'll make go away. Man. I'm trying to remember what I have to do. He's a big fish man. Oh yeah, I have to go take a dump. <laughs> you remember it. Good. I like that. <laughs> you like it when they take shits. Yeah, I like it. Put more guys who forgot that they had to take a shit and then remember in your video game. Can't go in there. Oh, this is where Steiner was. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, now Zidane runs into Grandma Pickle. Darn, they're not selling at all. Casual pickles are good, but they smell really bad. Well, you're not offering any of this. I, I would buy some. Yeah, a wimpy guy. I'm getting sick. The air is so bad here. It smells like I'm in a big oil refinery. Yeah, what you a, fucking, what a fucking pussy. Wimp. <laughs> Wuss doesn't even like pollution. Hey, did you hear? A theater ship blew up and crashed in Alexandria. <laughs> yeah, I heard. There's been a lot of commotion in Alexandria lately. Pepe's, Pepe's milk, milk shop, offering farm fresh milk delivered from Lindblum Plateau, excellence in stews. Here we go. Zidane walks into the weapons shop and he sees a giant sword reminiscent of the Buster Sword on the wall. Sword, a guy with spiky hair who carried something like this. Ha ha ha. If you want to come out on top of the festival, you should definitely buy some weapons here. Javelin? Who's that for? I think for that mouse lady we met at the uh, bar. Probably. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll probably meet at the festival. I think, think so, yeah. At some point she'll become... We'll probably be in our arena. We'll be fighting. But... We'll become friends in the arena during the fighting. One of these. I think you can scroll down in this list. Yeah, we can. But we should get this. Okay. We buy a mithril dagger. Who's gonna use a fork? I think that's... Oh, I don't know who's gonna use a fork. I think we have one glass arm left. Yeah. Let's buy one... One arm? We have cash. I don't think we have any silver gloves. Oh, leather plate is better than leather armor. Right. Okay. Sweet. Alright. Let's, uh, equip it all. Unfortunately, we can't Fuck. equip all of it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn it. Yeah, the only person who's technically in the party right now is Zidane, so he's the only one we can equip with all that equipment we just bought. Mm -hmm. We'll have to remember to equip the other members when they're in our party later. But we've played so many of these that we know you gotta buy stuff even if the people aren't there because you're gonna run into them soon and yeah. there won't be another opportunity to buy stuff until you, the next weapon set. You just gotta remember to put it on them you just and be gotta, like, I got you these gifts. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. So we've had Grandma Pickle, Grandma Popery, mm -hmm. Grandma Farmer, whatever the fuck her name was. No, this is the person who's like, we've let all the animals into the street. I think you're gonna need some medicine if you're gonna participate in the festival. So we also stock up on items. Mm -hmm. Tents and echo screens and whatnot. Yeah, smart. Oh, right. that was a fuck. Yeah, well, not that no. smart, but well. No, I'm into it. The tents are not cheap at this point in the game. Nope. We just don't have more money, but I, I uh, we're gonna want to buy armor. Didn't we already do that? We bought weapons just now. And and the leather plates. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So we walk into the synthesis shop next, and a little scene happens between the aging owner and his son, who's learning the ropes, I guess. Yeah, he's got like a forge going. Mm -hmm. Fire's too strong. How many times do I have to tell you? A few degrees can make the difference between a good weapon and a bad one. Use a lower flame. Stop nagging. We've got a customer. Wayne. When is he going to get it through his head? Wayne and Torres. Now we have no money to do this. How's it going? You want to make something for, for you for the festival? Shh, fucking shit. Shouldn't have spent all our money. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things we could synthesize with the items we already have. But we don't but have the we cash. We don't even have the cash to try. Oh, this is, no, this is the, the synth. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's what I mean. We don't, we don't have oh, money to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. We totally could make some of these things. We have the items, huh? Yeah. Is there any way where we can go and go some money? Not right now. 
Is there a cell mechanic? Yeah, but it's those are the things. I know, I know, I know, I know. But, <laughs> but maybe there's other things. I don't. I think we'll just come back when we have made some money. I want to do some grinding and get all that shit. <laughs> I wish we could go. Out. Oh wait, there is a way to make some money. You're gonna walk outside. I'm gonna walk outside. Do a little bit of grinding. Yep. I think it's a great idea. Let's see what's going on out here. I think our audience is gonna love this change of pace this way. Yeah, I think you're gonna love it. With you're gonna be very happy with this. Come on up, Haley. Come on. You'll eat it. Come You'll on like up. it, audience. Haley, come, come up here. Haley, get over here. Come I gotta on. go pee. Haley, up. And that's where we're gonna end episode seven. Mm -hmm. You're about to go out and grind for some money. So that I think can... I'm gonna immediately come back inside because I realize I don't have my party with me and I can't handle these fights. I think that does happen at the beginning of next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to make money for the synthesis shop, but not gonna be so easy. So we're in Lindblum. We're exploring a huge town, getting ready for the festival of the hunt that we have heard so much about, which I'm pretty sure will happen next week. Yeah, it's definitely happening next week. Mm -hmm. All of this craziness with Freya and the, and the fights around town. Yeah, there's a bunch of side questing we do around Lindblom with like some groupies who are fans mm -hmm. of the, the people who are in the hunt. Mm -hmm. It's a colorful town full of colorful people who do dangerous things for reasons that they don't even understand. This yeah. festival of the hunt seems like a real problem for everybody. But so does the running of the bulls in Spain, but they still do that, I think. Uh, tradition. Tradition. What are you going to do? What are you, what you're are just going to let it kill you is what yeah. you're going to do. That's what's going to happen. Oh, before we go, let's call in the save Moogle and see if there are any messages for us. Yeah, let's check in with our hardworking mail delivery employee. See how she's doing today on the Mognet. Haley. Haley, come here. Come here. Oh, there you are. You've got the messages. You've got two of them. Here, come over. She here. looks hey, so she here. looks so world weary over. from come. her travels. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Okay, okay. It's harder for her. She doesn't have wings, you know. Yeah, you're right. Moogles have wings, <laughs> and she only has the ears. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the messages, Haley. She's gonna chill out there for now. All right. The first message today, this is dedicated to Rory Campbell and is sent with blatant disrespect to all of the people he's annoyed with this riddle. You are trapped in a room with no windows or doors. There is only a light to see by, a table and a mirror. How do you escape the room? Apologies in advance. Shout out to Martin and Rory. Love you guys. From Dan. P.S. I absolutely love FF9 and No Cat. I'm going to enjoy listening to and watching this series. Thank you, Jeff and Ryan, for making it. Well, that's a real brain twister. So you're the trapped in a room with no windows or doors. There's only a light to see by, a table and a mirror. How do you escape the room? I think the solution to this is obviously to uh, perform some sort of refraction ritual using the table and the light to oh, open yeah? a portal through the mirror to enter into the parallel world on the other side. You'll have to kill your doppelganger once you do, but then you can just take their place. I that's guess you'll be trapped in the room on the other side then, too, right, so that right. doesn't fucking that matter. That doesn't solve that. My idea is maybe there's no walls. Oh. And the light to see by is no the sun. There's no windows or doors. But if you're, there have to be walls or it's not a room. You're right. If it would still be a room, it has to be a room. I mean, that could be a solution that there's you should reconceptualize of it and be like, the room is the whole earth. Right. You're not trapped. That was, that was what I was going to go with. <laughs> 
or more practically, you could take this table apart and try to use the legs of it to chisel your way out. I was going to say, or I could stand on it and get into the vents. That doesn't feel like a riddle and solution, And escape though. through this, the vents. This feels like, you know, bad D&D playing or something. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know what I mean? I do. Well, chew on that one, yeah, audience. There you go. He's afflicted you with all of it. You're taking mental damage now. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel, for that message. And we have a second message today. Awesome. I love reading messages. This is a message from Christopher, who is a longtime listener, first-time writer. Have you ever wanted to expand your musical horizons while also making a competition about it? Come join the No One Can Know About This, No One Can Not Listen to This Discord. We have conversations making fun of trees, deep discussions about past trauma, bafflement at how well your song is or isn't doing. And if this sounds interesting to you, then head down to the NoCat Discord and talk to your postmodern martyr. That's the tag for one of the guys in the Discord. Mm -hmm. Representative today. Love the show and so excited for the next season. Big fan, Christopher S. So that's your postmodern martyr. Awesome. So that's like a music. <laughs> it's a music league within the Discord oh, for no cat. That's yeah. fucking amazing. Oh my god. The no one cannot listen to this Discord. Man, so much awesome stuff that our, our fans are doing on the yeah. Discord. They've really built an amazing community over there with lots to do and lots of great people to talk to. Yeah, if you're interested in joining the Discord, tweet at me or email me. I'll send you a link. Yeah, we can. <laughs> like, we I don't can, know how to get you people. Up. I don't really. We have the invite codes. <laughs> yeah, Discord's a little weird just get in touch we'll we'll get you in but thanks so much chris for that message mm -hmm. if you're interested in a magnet message they're 25 dollars a piece just email Haley at nocappodcast at gmail.com i've put all the work on her shoulders mm -hmm. and she delivers the mail and she'll communicate with you and stuff <laughs> uh, so just email that and she'll respond and then you'll send her $25 via PayPal. She'll tell you that we got it. Uh-huh. And then you'll hear it on the show. So that's so how that works. Go ahead and send some words for us to say out loud. Please Thank you so much to the Patreon supporters. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate your ongoing support of this show. We really do. It's what makes the show happen. And if you really have decided you love the show and want to support us as well, head on over to patreon.com slash no cat. Sign up. You can get the video version and all the bonus content for mm -hmm. five bucks a month. We're probably done airing our FF16 playthrough. I at was this gonna point, say, I hope over on YouTube, you can also just find some extra free content of ours. We played FF16 mm -hmm. somewhat recently. Go support us by buying a shirt or a mug on Etsy.com. Yes, slash no cat. Etsy. Search no cat. Search no. I can't. You'll figure it out. You'll find it. You will. I With believe enough in you. determination and grit, you can do anything. You once. Tell a friend about a show. Mm -hmm. Any show. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> just tell a friend about a show. It can be ours. It doesn't have to make be. Make recommendations to people. Be kind to yourself. And we'll see you all next week. Rate and review us on iTunes. Yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's a dessert? We've probably done this before, but I have been really getting into making root beer floats here. Let's do with it. With this like real vanilla bean ice cream that I get from this grocery store mm -hmm. and then the IBC root beer. 
I tried other root beers. None of them beats the IBC for the float. Well, root beers can be pretty different. You know, I feel like you got to yeah. try some like, you know, you got to really go out there. You got to go to Galco's or whatever. And yeah, maybe I should go deeper beers. into the root beer universe. Yeah, because if you're just something... getting the mainstreams, yeah, of course. I like you. IBC Barks, is way Barks better is than A&W. Or, um, yeah, Barks I haven't even had since I was a kid. Actually. Uh, you know, just be real into Barks. It has bite. Uh, very clever. Get angry about the shit that's in your head because of marketing campaigns that you didn't fucking ask for. Anyway, have that's, a root beer float. Have a root dessert. beer float. <laughs> See you next week. Nobody watched this. It, None it, of I you believe know what I'm that Eureka about. started on Sci Fi Channel and it became. A At Sifi some point, original. it was a Seafy show. Yep. That was when things really went downhill. Or uphill. Depends on your perspective. Depends if you're riding a bike or... It depends on where the center of gravity is, if the gra- if gravity is down or sideways. And what elevation you like to be at.